Life program, I can tell you how to do that. Uh, believe me, I can tell you how to how to get in get in the, get on board. Uh, basically, what you would need to do is you would need to either uh, go to the link on Facebook. I provide the link there in the announcement of tonight's call, and you can go in on your computer, or if you want to actually talk live on the program, you can go to um, uh, the phone number is 605-562-0444. You might want to write that down for future reference. 605-562-0444. And when it asks you for the call ID number, I can give that to you as well. <laughs> the call ID number is 140-414. I'll give that to you again. The call ID number is 140414. Now, if you, um, it'll ask you for your passcode, and the passcode is the same for all of our guests. The passcode is one and pound sign, and you will be with us then. So I want to invite all those on Facebook, if you have, you want to be a, more of an active participant rather than just a uh, observer or a listener. Uh, that's your ticket to the program. Now I can see that um, Brother Carl Roberts is very faithful. He's always on time, almost always here and ready and available. And I've just unmuted his mic, and I get to sit on the sidelines tonight. And Brother Carl and Brother Mark. Are going to do the moderating, and I can just sit on the in the corner, hopefully, and twiddle my thumbs. Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to you, Carl. There's, I will let you know uh, before I do that. Let me just read off to you all the guests that are with us on Facebook. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, sir. Don't turn it all over to me now. You're a lot better moderator and host than what I could ever be. Okay. Well, we've got we've got a really nice group of guests tonight. Uh, I'm glad to see uh, Pedro Calavandico, my good friend, uh, Brother Leon Kennedy. Oh, they're all good friends. Bob Henry, Glory Busby Trotter, Benny Green, Alan Taylor, Ganji Esri. Uh, and now I'm blocked from seeing the people that came on first, John Kelly. And there's, see here, a couple others that I can't see. Um, but we've got a really good group that has already jumped on board. So um, the reason they're, they're so interested, they saw I was not going to be the main spokesman tonight. I was going to have two other people do the call, so they decided they would come on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Anyway, Harold Ward is also with us. I used to know a Harold Ward, I think. It's maybe that's interesting. Uh, from way back. Um, anyway, with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Carl, and I'll be watching for Mark, and when he comes on, I'll unmute his mic as well. So um, the program is in good hands with Brother Carl Roberts. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, hope everybody's doing well this evening. I'm glad everybody's here. On our Thursday night fellowship, um, me and Babs are here in East Tennessee, and it's it's still raining. It started raining here about, I think it was the day before yesterday, and it really hasn't let up. Uh, 
we just been uh, I actually got off of work a couple of days early, so we've just been sort of spending some time together and doing a little studying and and we're glad to be with everybody tonight. We hope everybody's blessed. So uh is Brother Mark here yet? Uh, no, he's not on board yet. I'll tell you what, whenever he comes on board I will uh jump in and let you know. Okay. Um well, I guess uh, I'd like to just address, um, you know, to you, Brother Larry, and tell you, you know, how much, you know, you and your family mean to me and Babs and everybody on here listening as well. You know, thank you guys for welcoming us, you know, into the fellowship with open arms like you have. Um, and I know over the last couple of days that there's been been some interesting subjects come up for discussion and. Um, I just like to state publicly to maybe confirm if anybody had any questions about anything they may have heard me say, you know, heard me say in an email recently that, you know, I don't, uh, I mean, I believe that the Bible is our first and last and, you know, foremost authority for truth. I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with using other sources per se if you understand and keep in mind that you know, these sources most of the time are coming from, a, you know, coming from a secular worldview, and they're also coming from, you know, people that may be into some type of false religion, whether it's Roman Catholicism or Pentecostalism. So I don't want anybody to think that I was, you know, or I will, you know, or that I'm even qualified because, you know, I'm just a sinner saved by grace to pass judgment on someone else for copying a video and sending it out, you know. I just mean for me, you know, and for my home, we just sort of try to, you know, to stay clear of stuff like that because um, it's just really easy to get caught up in something and then you're just sort of on your way with it and you're being led away from the word of God. And uh, so, you know, I just like to say that. Yeah, I'd like to jump in and say I really respect you for your your stand. Um, And, you know, I think... Uh, I learned from that. One of the things I learned is if I do post anything uh, for historical significance, and and uh, by the way, that particular that Benjamin um, Friedman did that uh, speaking engagement in 1961, and it was so interesting because it was right. You know, we know that uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. But it is a very interesting speech. But I I learned something from Carl. You know, I've I've learned one or two things from Carl. No, I'm just kidding. I've learned a lot more. Uh, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot from Carl already. Um, And one of the things I have learned is whenever I post uh, anything that is not. Uh, the King James Version of the Bible, I'm going to put a disclaimer on there that, look, I'm posting this for the historical significance of the facts that are presented, but I in no way endorse uh, the theology of the speaker. Okay, I I did. And by the way, you hear other people making, uh, in in different programs, they'll make disclaimers like that as well. And and by the way, Brother... uh, uh, Mark Kennedy is the one that sent me an email suggesting we do that on anything that we send out 
that is not the Bible. Because uh, so, so, Carl, we we do appreciate your stand on that. And I talked to Brother Edward Kennedy, uh, Edward Hendry today, and we had a really good conversation. Uh, there is a lot going on, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into all that tonight. But uh, it is right. important. It is important uh, what we set forth as being truth. So back to you, brother. I don't, I'm sure, brother uh, Mark. Here's Mark right now, brother Mark. Let me see if I can. Brother Mark, are you now with us? Yep, yep, I'm here. All right, well, I'm going to go sit in the corner and shut up. Brother uh, Carl is on. So you guys have a good program. If you have any questions or whatever, feel free to yell at me. (laughs) Very good, very good. Hello, Brother Carl. God bless you. Hey, Brother Mark. God bless you. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Have you been on? Have you been on very long before I got here? I don't know. Maybe five minutes or so. Well, I don't know. Maybe five or oh. six minutes. That's all. Cool. Cool. But you're still yeah. early, so I think it's like five minutes early. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at the clock and I go, "Oh, oh it's time. Better go." <laughs> I know. You know, we can't wait to get here. You know, we always get here early because, I mean, I'm just so excited to get on here with you know other believers and you know i'd also like to say to you guys and everybody listening that you know i'm aware of my personality and i'm really not proud of it i know that i can be loud at times and the last thing that i want to be is loud and boisterous i mean i i really just have a because of the way that i was raised i you know and, and i'm not trying to make excuses here i just have a a hatred to be honest and disdain and other and I other and I utterly loathe Armenianism and free will works religion and Pentecostalism and charismaticism and when and people that deny biblical cosmology, you know, when people deny the truth of God and unrighteousness, it really upsets me. I don't do a good job a lot of times. And so I wanna make an apology publicly to, to the listeners and to you guys as well if I have offended or been out of line or, you know, have been too loud because that's not how I want to come across. And, I, you know, I really want, you know, the people out there listening to understand that, you know, I, you know I'm sorry if I have come across that way at any time. Brother Carl, what was the word you used in reference to your personality? I didn't catch that. Loud and boisterous. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't feel that way at all. I feel I feel your contributions are very relevant and right on, and you always hit the nail right on the head. I, 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 I feel that you're very relevant in everything you say. I concur. I I don't have any problem with anything that you said, done, or otherwise. Now I may in the future. That's up to this point. All right. I could say that. I'm glad that you are strong in in your assertions, and I'm glad that you're not a wheelie mouth, feminized, uh, non gender identity person. I'm glad that you're very strong and forthright of what you say. So, you have my full support, brother. So, just so you know, I'm right there with brother. I agree because it, it demands a strong. All the error. 
and confusion out there demands a strong rebuke. So, so I'm right with I'm right there with Larry, and, and we love you, brother Carl, and and you're right on the mark. Well, thanks a lot, brothers, and you know I love you guys too. And um, so all right, well, great. So, like I said, I just want to get it off my chest. And so, where do you want to go from this point, brother Mark? You got anything? I have a couple of things I like to tell you guys, but I'll just sort of let you go first and just sort of see what you got on your mind, brother Mark. Well, uh, we had a major news event today that I thought we could start off with, like, for five or ten minutes. And I'm sure probably everybody knows what's going on by now, but this young man in Hollywood, well, he's a TV actor, and he's an African-American homosexual man, and he's an actor on this uh, TV show that I've never even heard of. And it just came out, and it hit the headlines today and, and about it. And, and the fake news media is freaking out. Uh-huh. And it's up to the highest corridors of democratic power, you know, Kamala Harris and, and that liar Al Sharpton. Right. They came of a, some kind of event or something, and they were swarmed by the news media, and they, and they kept asking Kamala Harris, you know, can I get your reaction on this? Uh, situation with Jesse Smollett and and she said thank you have a good day and they run to the car and they get out of there but this man it's come out today that he paid four thousand dollars to two of his loser friends of his to wage a fake attack on him in Chicago and they they shouted this is MAGA country or something and and according to one of the news reports I saw they had a rope news or something and so it was it, it, you know it, a little bit of research and you can see through it right away that they were trying right. to you know get bad onto conservative people you know and stuff and all that so this young man. An overprivileged, you know, American was, and and it came out in the news story. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh, and he, and he, and that, you know, he reads all the news stories and he condenses it. And so it was something about he didn't like the money he was being paid, so he was he tried to, you know use this fake episode to get more money, and now it's already having negative, you know, career ramifications on, on him. And I just, what a perfect example of, of the self-centered reprobate people of the world, you know, Romans 8, verse 8, so that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And the verse before it, verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity is against God, for it is not subject to the law, neither indeed can be. And the verse before that, even verse 6 of Romans 8, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And I just thought, what a perfect example of self-centered, reprobate behavior. It's all about me, 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 me. It's not about you. Drop what you're doing and attend to me, because it's all about me, 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 me. Yeah, um, you know, and it's really, 
you know, I heard about this while I was at work several days ago, and it's right when the you know right when the story first first broke. Um, and you know, there was a, a few years ago there was another there was some actress on some show um, called. There was there were yeah, several several years ago a similar incident happened, but I don't think that this alleged incident got violent. It was the actress on that show Empire on Fox, and she's African American. Which I I mean I really don't like that terminology. It seems like we're all if you were born in America, aren't you just yeah. an American? I mean, aren't yeah. you just an American? I mean, people don't call me a European. <laughs> No pun right. intended, right. American. I mean, you know, we're, we're all Americans here, allegedly. But, yeah, I mean, you know, this is just the old divide-and-conquer tactic is what it is. And what's so impressive about it, to be honest with you, is how the Central Intelligence Agency has created this created this paradigm in which they have pitted one side of the country against the other. And really, Trump... And Hillary Clinton, I mean, these people are all in bed together. I mean, all these people are friends. It's just the dumb, you know, it's just the dumb, mindless sheep like me and us who, you know, <laughs> just fall for it, you know, basically. Yeah. And are just, you know, led astray by all of it. And really, yeah. I mean, they're just playing us is all they're doing. And, you know... In America, you know, this 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 fellow is is an African American, and he's homosexual, and you know, in America we have it better than they have it in other countries. If he was any in the, if he was in an Islamic country, they would have stoned him to death for being homosexual. You know, right. they would, you know. And and the right. and but the, they throw on parades here. They throw on parades in this country. <laughs> and the liberal and the liberal feminist women in America are so hypocritical. You know, they're all about you know it's my choice and I'm gonna kill my baby and all that. But we but you don't hear them saying anything about about women being abused in third world Islamic countries and stuff and about homosexuals being thrown off the top of buildings in Islamic countries and stuff like that. It's, you know, the, the silence right. on the oppression of women in the third world and Islamic countries, it speaks a lot. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And, you know, feminists, you know, Mao and Stalin and Adolf Hitler allegedly, which I really don't know, yeah. how, you know how much about the Holocaust that I really buy into. But you uh-huh. know, what feminist, what feminism has done in this country makes those men blush. It makes people oh, yeah. like that blush. They have killed more human beings, unborn, defenseless children, by yeah. the millions in this country. You know, and people wonder why things are are in the shape that they're in. I mean, I believe that we are witnessing the judgment of God upon this country and upon Western culture, and it's only going to progressively get worse as God fulfills all things because we are, you know, we're in the last days. I mean, and we can see this being played out daily. Yes, yes, I think so. I agree. I definitely agree, you know. Um, 
there's a psalm. I'm trying to remember what it was. That, um, Lift up not thy horn and speak not with a loud voice or a stiff neck, for God is the one for promotion cometh not from the east or the west or the south or the north, but God setteth one up, putteth one down, and set up another. And so, you know, these people in power, they think that they got to where they are by their own efforts. Wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me see if I can find that. Let me see if I can find that. But, yeah, it's just amazing what's going on in the world. And the potsherds of the earth are striving against one another, you know, because you put two self-centered people with opposing wills together in a room, and it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Let's see if I can find that. But anyway, go ahead, Brother Carl, for a minute. Let me see if I can find this verse on on uh, Bible Gateway. Let's see Bible here. Gateway. Huh? It's a Bible Gateway? Yeah, I've used that before. It's a good one. I like it. They have all yes, the sir. different translations, but of course, I only stick with the King James. Yep, yes, I only James. Let's see. If not thy horn. Let's see. Let's see if that comes up. Oh, let me try. Let me try something else. Ah, here we go. I'll try this. Not up thy horn. Let's see. Or speak for this. Let's see. There we go. There we go. Psalm 75.5, that should be it now. Let's see. Uh, see. There we go. There we go. There it is. There we go. Psalm 75, verse 5 to 7. Okay. Verse, Psalm 75, verse 5, uh, 6, and 7. Okay, I'm there. You got it? I'm you there. Got it? Yes, sir. All right. Yep. Verse 5. In the authorized King James Version, of course, verse 5, lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. Verse 6, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Verse 7, but God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. There it is, straight up. Yes, and this is talking about what I, you know, what I began the the fellowship tonight talking about, you know, about my personality yeah. and that I want and that I didn't want to be loud and voiceful or you know boisterous. And right here, uh, you know, right here in verse five, that's what this is speaking of. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. Don't be boastful and loud over everybody right. else and hold your neck out like you're, you know, like you're so proud and you know everything. You know. Yeah. And then I'm re- I'm reminded of that other scripture. Um, it's I think it's in the Old Testament. For what dost thou have that thou did not receive? Right. It's, 
Yeah, do you know that one? Yes, sir. Give me just a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, let me see. I'll go. For what does uh, let's see for what uh, uh, have see that should bring it up. No, no, let's see that uh, did is it is it first Corinthians four seven? That could be it. Let's see. I think it's First Corinthians four seven. Yep, you got it. You got it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And James version. Yes, that's it. First Corinthians four seven. Mm-hmm. Who make it to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? That is right. good. That yeah, is you know, I mean, I was, I, was, I was witnessing to some guys at work the other night, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, I, was, and uh, I began to talk about, you know, you know, being in control of our own, you know, of our so-called own destiny. And, you know, I was just, you know, I just posed a question to him, you know, like this verse seven here in first Corinthians four says, you know, for right. who maketh thee to differ from another or, or what has thou that thou did not receive? I mean, we received our life from God. We did not birth ourselves into this world. So what makes any of us right. think, that we are in control of our own lives. Now, that does not give us an excuse to just throw caution to the wind and say, oh, I'm not in control, so whatever happens is going to happen. That's not what – that's not yeah. how a believer thinks. That's All right. Fatal- but, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fatalistic attitude of resignation, you know. Oh, well, whatever happens, just sit here like a bump on the log and do nothing and, and – and if I do not, and if I sit here and do nothing, maybe nothing bad will happen to me. Oh, it'll ha- it'll come looking for trouble. Will come looking for you. Unfortunately, in this evil right. world, yeah. Oh, you know, really. And then there's also the attitude of, you know, well, I don't have time for Jesus right now. I'll just give him a try some other time. You know? Yeah. And you know, I mean, until the Spirit of God, you know, reveals to you what you are, I mean, it's only then that you're going to understand that, you know, it's not about making a decision for Christ. Yeah, you know? yeah. People, people have this attitude, um, I'm, I'm too busy living my life when I'm, when I'm, when I'm old and gray and, and all used up and worn out, then I'll come to Jesus, you know. It reminds me of the other one in the New Testament where, the guy who, the the rich young man, oh, I need bigger barns. I know what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And and then and then God came to him and said, you fool, this night your soul will be required of thee. And then who will get all the things that thou hast so selfishly stored up for thyself? 
that's about to be in the New Testament somewhere. One of the Gospels, I'm pretty sure, on that one. Let's see. Let's see. The parable of the rich young man. Let's see. Let me try that. Let's see. The story of the rich young man. Let's see. There we go. Let's see. Uh, is that it? Let's see. Matthew 19, is that it? Let's see. Matthew 19, I think that's it. Oh, no, that's a different one. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. I'll find it in a minute. Let's see. I know what to type in there. The required of this. There we go. There we go. Luke twelve twenty. There we go. Got it. Luke chapter 12, verse 20. You guys still there? Yes, sir. I'm here. I got it. Luke 12 in the King James. Luke 12, 20. Let's go back. Let's put a range of verses. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go 17 to... 24. Let's see what that brings up. Luke chapter 17. Oh, yeah, that's it. Let's see. Luke chapter 12. Oh, yeah, it starts in verse 16 of Luke 12. Verse 16, and he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, Verse 17, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Verse 19, and I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. There's that famous phrase. And then in verse 20, here comes, here comes reality intruding on him. Verse 20, but God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? And then verse 21, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And then verse 22, and he said unto his disciples, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for the body what you shall put on. And then verse 23, the life is more than meat and the body is more than raiment. 
and then he goes into the ravens and the flowers and all of that, and which of you, by taking thought, can add a stature, a cubit to your stature and all that. But this example, this, this illustration here of the man, it's a perfect picture of, of the unregenerate people of the world chasing after the dollar and chasing after the modern idols of jobs and status and careers and cars and houses and, and friends and all of the stuff that money can buy. Like it says elsewhere in scripture, money answers all things. And then, right. you know, people chasing after the dollar with no thought of God in, its, in their head, you know, this is, this is a good picture of the unregenerate people of the world chasing after their God, the dollar. Right. And, you know, the ones that actually accomplish their so-called dreams or which actually turn out to be nightmares or <laughs> yep. or what have you, I mean, you know, we're told in Scripture that, you know, they have their reward. You know, Oh, yes. It's like, you That's know, we were talking about. Right. I mean, you know, it's like we're, you know, we've been talking about John MacArthur and Rick Warren and oh yeah, know, Joel Osteen has been mentioned, you know, and all these, all these fake yep. preachers. I mean, you know, yeah, they, you know, these men have their reward already. You know. Yep. That's right. They have Brother it already. Man. And go ahead, Kyle. Yep. All right. Yeah, let's see. Good. All right. Here's an interesting. So I got to do a couple of days ago. I've had it had it on my mind now for a while. I don't know. I guess I say a while. I guess a couple, maybe about a month or so. And um, prophecy, uh, the power of prophecy ministries, Tex Mars ministry, Tex Mars. He's really retired now. So, um, but anyway, you know, I've you know bought a couple of Tex Mars books in the past, and so they send me every month a little bulletin that's got you know articles in it and so and you know i always read them you know read through them and most of the time they have pretty interesting articles in there about zionism and about stuff that's going on in false religion going on in you know in our country so uh but they have a logo on it and the logo on it and it's obviously been on there for years it's the logo on their website as well um it's a picture of the globe the like blue marble image that's been proven fake and uh-huh. it's like got a and it's and it's got like a cross behind it and a and a dove which are pretty common christian themes i guess except for the globe but so i called power of prophecy ministries i think it was tuesday and uh-huh. I, and i got to speak with jerry barrett and it's oh. uh, four of the, it's four of these people running the ministry now, and I actually got to speak with Jerry Barrett, and I had a forty-five minute conversation with him on the phone, and you know I asked oh. him about biblical, and I asked him about biblical cosmology, and you know um, he said that you know, and he you know he you know he referred to it as flat Earth, and you know I tried to explain to him how you know I didn't how I didn't like the terminology flat Earth, you know that the Earth wasn't flat in the sense of falling off the edge of it that, you know, you had mountains and hills and valleys and rivers and, you know, oceans. So I go into, you know, I go into this talk with him and he, and uh, I asked him to search the scriptures with me. 
And he did. Yeah. And he opened up his Bible and I opened up mine and we went through, you know, and we went through several, you know, several different verses. You know, we actually went through Jeremiah chapter 31. We went through um, Matthew 24, went through Second uh, Corinthians chapter 14. Um, and some more, and and some more verses, and I actually had a you know really, really civil conversation with him about it. Um, you know, and I just and I and I just stressed to him, you know, that it was important that us as believers to believe the whole word of God and not just pick and choose what we're going to believe out of it. And um, just stressed right. to him, you know, how important that biblical cosmology is. And, you know, I showed him in Jeremiah 31 where the Lord says, you know, if the heavens can be measured and the foundations of the earth discovered, then I'll remember your sin and cast you off. And, he, right. and, you, know, right. he, and, he, and you know, he acknowledged that in the scripture. And, um, you know, I just brought up to him, look, you know, I don't expect you guys to, you know, believe me without the Holy Spirit opening you guys' eyes up, and I don't want you to think that I'm attacking you, but this right. this image of this globe that you have on the bulletin that you send out, I said, you really need to, you know, seek God about this, because I'm going to tell you my opinion, and, and in my opinion, this is a satanic image, and it represents Satan's kingdom, and it's time for us as believers to separate ourselves from it and so I, I mean I thought it was a really good conversation it was about a 45 minute one and I just pray that he received it in the spirit that it was intended by the grace of God Wonderful. Hey, can, I, That's cool. can, I, can I make a comment <laughs> I hope so I wish you'd jump in here with us <laughs> brother I was just I was just gonna ask you to speak up for a minute well I appreciate that I, I just wanted to uh to share some information with everyone regarding uh, Tex Mars and Wanda, his wife. You know, Tex has been very ill, and, you know, we do need to remember them in prayer. Uh, as you all probably know, um, you know, um, Tex Mars did a forward in one of Edward's books, and uh, that resulted in Tex Mars and Brother Ed becoming very close. And and as a result, as I was reading through some of Texas materials, I became very concerned uh, because most people know that Tex Mars has been pretty much um, into the doctrine of free will most of his life. And uh, and so anyway, um, I... I pointed out to Brother Ed that, you know, look, this guy is, he doesn't believe in, he, he he gives lip service to election, but he doesn't believe in a completed salvation. He believes in a possibility salvation. Right, and right. And so I, I showed Ed, you know, uh, where he actually was presenting this in some of his material. Well, you know how wow. Ed is. <laughs> so... Ed called up Ed called up Tex Mars and had a very lengthy conversation with 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 Tex. And uh-huh. you know, about two weeks later I got a and I'm just sharing this with our audience, it shows that how God can work in the hearts of people. About two weeks later I got an uh email from Brother Ed and he says, Have you listened to Tex's messages lately? And I said, no, I haven't had time. 
He says he's preaching predestination election now. Wow. <laughs> okay. And so anyway, I do I do think that God is working in the hearts of Tex and and I've sent him a number of books of my books and um and I've had a good conversation and some correspondence with his wife Wanda. And so I have their email. That's why I send them information. So I just wanted to give you guys that little bit of information. Ed has been very faithful in proclaiming yes. the, tr- the truth to uh, Brother Tex Mars. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, and uh, Brother Larry, I did get your email about uh, about our get-together in April. Thank you for reminding me because I yes. meant to call uh, Brother Matt and- here in California last Saturday the 16th, but I've got to call. I've got to call him on Friday on Saturday the 23rd and see if he knows his work schedule for early April. Because I'm going to, I got to call Brother Matt on Saturday and see if he knows his work schedule for early April. Because if I can't, if I ha- if I can't go with him, I'm gonna go on the Greyhound. Like okay. and like I. I already looked it up. There's a Greyhound terminal in Joplin. So if I don't Great. go with that, I'll go on the Greyhound. So I just that wanted great, to say, yeah, that Greyhound me about uh, April. Yeah, that Greyhound bus terminal is only about 35, 40 minutes from my house. So that, that would be oh, very that's... convenient. That would be a nice little ride up for. Uh, we're getting a little bit of feedback. I don't know what's going on. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know what's so I'm, I'm going to call again yeah. on Saturday and see if he knows his work schedule yet. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I, I invite everyone, uh, if you can come, come and see us 6th, 7th, and 8th. Brother Edward Henry is going to be speaking, and Brother if Carl and Babs, Brother Carl and Babs can make it, uh, he knows he is. Uh, on the agenda to speak, as well as Brother Mark Kennedy. Wonderful. Yeah, I've, asked, I've asked a couple of other people also to come and speak for us. I'm still waiting to hear back from them to see if they're able to uh, uh, yeah. come. You know, it's uh, it's a wonderful time of people getting together. Um, yeah. Sister, Louise, Sister Louise Dreams has been out here twice to the fellowships with us. And nice. uh, so, you know, it's going to be... Uh, and I invite the women folk as well. There's there's nice accommodations within 15 minutes of our place here. Nice uh, nice motels, hotels, whatever. So anyway, thanks for bringing that up and letting me announce that. Sure, sure, yeah. Oh, so there's good hotels in downtown Pineville and stuff. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, okay. I said there, I said there's <laughs> good hotels. In hotels within 15 to 20 minutes of us, okay? Pineville <laughs> is a podunk town, you know? And uh-huh. uh, we live at the end of the world, but we're within uh-huh. 15 we're within 15 minutes, uh, 20 minutes of Rogers, Arkansas, Bella Vista, Arkansas, Bentonville, Arkansas, the capital of Walmart, the the corporate the corporate headquarters of Walmart. Now, don't let that keep you away, okay? <laughs> anyway. Oh, so that's the other direction. Yes, yes. South, Where there's, right? There's always a Walmart around, isn't it? 
uh, Walmart over here, you know, Walmart's on every corner. It's kind of like the First Baptist churches. Right. Yeah, and yeah. guess where I, I mean, hey, listen to the irony of this. <laughs> All right, grow, uh, all right, growing up in the Church of God denomination like I did before I moved out of my mother's house, I think I was like 16 whenever I moved out of her house. Um, but, you know, she was, you know, she was United Pentecostal for a while and then moved to Church of God denomination. And going in and out of these Church of God churches, like on the signs, like on the marquee outside, you know, it would always say, you know, headquarters, Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> Well, in, in 2016, when the Lord moved me and my wife from Louisiana to Tennessee, that's where he brought us. <laughs> I live like, like 15 minutes from Cleveland, Tennessee, which is the headquarter of the Church of God denomination. And let me tell you something. They're everywhere up here. Oh, yeah. It's free will works idolatry everywhere you go. It's, and I just, you know, God... He has such a sense of humor, I think, and <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. He puts you. That's your mission. That's your mission field, brother. That was mention of that to Rosette. Rosette said, "Wow, do you know they have? They have. Bab said they have like fifty-two churches around them. I go, oh wow." That's a lot of free will that's going on. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a lot. Perry, look, Perry Stone's uh, church is here. His like international ministries office and his big uh, uh, big theater over there. And it's <laughs> oh my gosh, it's something. Fifty-two church Church of God churches. That's not including all the wow. others. So it's wow. like. Mecca, it's like yeah, it's the mecca. mecca of it's like the charismatic mecca. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the Pentecostal Vatican of Tennessee. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. uh, this is for the 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 women folks. Uh, and you may have seen it because I sent it out. Sister Louise sent out. She's been uh, thinking a lot about the issue of how we should properly uh, respond to biblical teaching that may cause us some grief, you know. And she 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 wanted to do a topic on, you know, how. Can we best be Bereans? I, I think that's a really good topic. So I I presented it to Brother Ed, and he's he's going to be talking about that on Monday night. And I want to welcome or or let all the lady folks know we want you to be a part of any um, questions you have or suggestions you have for topics. If you will send it to us in a email format. Uh, we'll take it up with the brethren, and because we are we are interested in your input uh, very much. And Sister Louise, um, it was very well thought out, and she has been in a struggle over this issue about how to, um, you know, she 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 shared some things with me. You know, if somebody shares something and it, the Holy Spirit starts dealing with a person on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to you have to 
you have to come under the authority of the Bible. I mean, you know, and it's 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 not it's not. I'm not saying it's easy. I I'm talking to myself. You know, um, right? Yeah. Out something to me. So anyway, I want to I want to let all the the lady folks know that if you have anything on your heart uh, where that you want to be brought up in our teachings or you have questions, feel free to send myself or Mark or Carl your questions or concerns and we will we will address those. So Yes, yes. I have that email from Sister Louise in, in the in the email you forwarded with the possible topics. I'll I'll right. look it over. Right. It's good though. Yeah, I think it's a yeah and I and personally, you know, I think it's a great topic as well. I think it definitely is something that needs to be addressed, especially with, um, you know, stuff that's been going on the last several days. I think it's going to, you know, benefit all of us to search the scriptures together and prove all things to be true by the grace of God. Amen. Absolutely. By the way, um, here I go again. Um, But (laughs) I talked to Ed Henry today, and he, uh, and you guys have this in your emails as well, but he thinks that one of the key things that we need to address, he is not going to be able to be with us on the fourth of March, but he'll be back. He'll be he'll be back the twenty. He'll be here the twenty fifth uh-huh. to discuss topics that Louise has brought up. But on the eleventh of March, he wants to. He sent a teaching out in response to a brother. I'm not going to mention his name, but this brother basically. Uh, I was amazed because Brother Ed spent a lot of time going through verse by verse explaining the proper understanding of the Israel of God. And Mm -hmm. anyway, this person, you know, he, he might not say he didn't lamb blast, but I call it lamb blasting, both me and Ed, because... He came back and and said, "You're not you. You are not. You must not be serving the same Lord I'm serving." Well, he's basically calling me a reprobate, okay? Uh, because of his uh, explanation of these scriptures, and mm-hmm. he's not only he's not only casting me under the the boat, so to speak. He's <laughs> uh, since we got a boat captain, I'll use that. But he's also cast Michael. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, Ed under the boat, you know? Oh, and I called wow. Ed and I said, hey, I, when you see this email, you know, don't be offended. I said, He says, no, I get those all the time. He said, they're so immersed in dispensational uh, theology. He said, and, and he said, when you point out the truth to them regarding the subject, regarding the seed of Christ, regarding it's not of the flesh, regarding it's, you know, when it's using that text that says, if you say, if you curse Israel, God's going to curse you, and if you he says that is taken totally out of context. He says, yeah, I know it, brother Michael. I said, I brother Ed. I says I've gone through that with this brother over and over. So the reason I'm pointing this out is that that is going to be discussed, the proper uh, understanding of the Israel of God, and I think in, in the, the challenge with all the do you know now that I saw in 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 Europe today they have they have now they have now 
passed laws stating that people who take positions against Zionism are anti-Semitic. You can't even talk against Zionism in Europe without without getting retribution, legal retributions against you. Kind of like uh, Holocaust deniers in Europe. So I wanted to bring that up. And uh, we we are going to see if we take a strong stand for biblical uh, mm-hmm. standing regarding this issue and come against Zionism, even in the yeah. United States with with Donald Trump taking such such a position, you can't look. I am not anti-Semitic. I am right. not against Jews. Okay, but I right. am against Zionism. And when they start saying that. The, Taking a position against Zionism, you're anti-Semitic. That's Larry Phillips. Okay, I, I I will stand up against the false doctrines of Zionism. Anyway, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to get off the rant, but I did want to share that with you. That's, that's right. That's well, very well, relevant. Right, <laughs> and you know, and you know, I mean, we're you know, we're told in Scripture in the Book of Romans who the Jews are. And we're right. told that, that a Jew is not one that is one outwardly, but one that is one inwardly. So everybody that is born again of the Spirit, no matter where they're from, Ethiopia, Amen. Texas, Canada, Venezuela, right. if, you're, if you're born again, you are a Jew. All right? This is a circumcision of the Spirit. And for anybody to say otherwise, like was said in that email, is so, that is, I just find it so sad on so many levels. Number one, this person is not is not searching the scriptures to proven all things. He is going after the traditions of men. And number right. two, to to issue an ad hominem attack on Brother Ed, which is basically what that was. I won't mention the comment that he made, but that's uh-huh. what that was. I mean, and you know, we're all sinners saved by the grace of God. You know, yeah. Zacchaeus. You know, Zacchaeus who climbed up in the tree was a publican. Uh, he was a Roman tax collector. You know, so was Matthew. I mean, I yep. was a homeless junkie. I was a homeless junkie on the streets. My own family wouldn't help me. My mother and father both forsook me, and I was all alone. That's where I deserved to be because I had a needle, and I was shooting up drugs into my arm, and I was homeless. But you know what? Wow. God had mercy on me. God had mercy on me and saved me just wow. like he did Zacchaeus and, and, you know, like he does everybody. And to bring up somebody's profession, like, I, I just found that very ugly and very sad. And I'm very disappointed that that yes. happened that way. That's a, it's amazing that this whole Zionist movement is using the accusation of anti-Semitism as a cudgel to club you over the head into silence. That's wow. right. Yes. That's yes. The fact that that tactic still works with all the information that is available right today in the Word, you know, just in the Word of God alone, just being able to open the Word of God and see where it talks about the synagogue of Satan. You know, we see, you know, we see in Joshua's day, in the book of Joshua, where these people who are the ones today that we're referring to, you know, that, that, you know, snuck into the camp. They, you know, they... They changed their dress up, and they appeared to be poor and beggarly and without anything. And the Israelites right. absorbed them amongst them. 
Well, that's that was the that you know those people became the Pharisees, all right. And this is what we can find in Scripture. And for people not to search these things out and prove them to be true, well, there I go. I'm uh-huh. probably getting excited again. I'm sorry. Um, it's just sad. Yeah. Well, I I would say this that you know after doing quite extensive research and study on the history of this subject. Uh, I want to I want to guardedly say this. Um, I want to I want to be careful the way I word it. But the lion's share of those who say they are Jews, meaning that they are in the bloodline, uh, they're Shumai, in other words, they're in the bloodline of Abraham. The lion's share of the people that reside in the Middle East in Israel are not. Okay. Right. They are not, and you can you can do a study in history on that. And by the way, who does that represent? That represents in Revelation what it says. They are of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and they are not. Okay. That's right. That that is the lion's share of people that are living right now in in Israel and are saying that they are something that they are not. And by the way. Uh, over, you know, these people did not used to live there. Okay, mm-hmm. that's another that's another false premise that these people returned to their homeland. No, they were never there in the first place. I don't want to get off the subject, but what I'm trying to point out is you can go back biblically to the Bible, and you can find yep. out really what's going on. And by that's the way, right. these, these people that are holding that they're God's chosen people. I'll just repeat what my dad told me when I was 12 years old. Larry, how can they be God's chosen people when they rejected the Messiah? Right, right, and right, and think. Okay, and let me settle down and and think about (laughs) it this way. Okay, all right. Think about how racist that is. But yet, those people are allowed to engage in that racism to the whole known world and then have us defend their racism for them. That's right. Right, right. they are saying that they are God's chosen people based on on their skin color. That's racism. Not only that, but they also want us to fund all of their wars and send them $38 billion we've sent them. You just actually we have committed treason by by yes. spending all money on foreign entities. That's treason according to the Constitution. And, and no, that, that's right. They passed a law to say that anyone that says anything against Israel, you know, they they, they pass yes. these non boycott laws. And so yeah, yeah, I can I can get pretty wound up on this. But the thing You're is, right. it's a spiritual issue. That's the thing we have to remember. These people are Luciferian. They're Talmudists. They're Kabbalists. They are worshiping Satan. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. That's right. You know, the yeah. wicked flee when none pursueth, and these people have to insulate themselves from any criticism at all. You know, it's like yeah. you. You know, you you know, you go into the house and not mine, at least not right now. But, I, but I've you know been in homes before to where you walk in there in the dark after midnight and flip the light on, and these boys, those those cockroaches just scatter. All right, yeah. <laughs> this this you know it's a similar thing. 
All right, then these people must, they got to protect themselves from any criticism whatsoever because they're so vile and wicked. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, Donald yes. Trump, all right, Donald Trump and his family, okay, you know, it's no coincidence how Barack Obama, Barack Obama, who's married to a man pretending to be a woman, they bring uh, these people yeah. in office and they use him while he's in office to light the White House up in the rainbow colors and make gay marriage legal and all this transgenderism stuff. And it's not that I believe you can be transgendered because you can't. All right. Uh And now, and now Trump and they bring Trump in and they move the embassy to Jerusalem and they're doing all these things through these men who are just tools that to have the illusion of power. Donald Trump doesn't run anything. All right? right. He's just, he's just a hired hand. That's oh, he right. Is. He, you know, the stuff, and what, and who ultimately runs this stuff is Satan. Yeah, right. That's who's running this, and we got to, you know, like I told Jerry, you know, brother Jerry the other day, you know, brother, we have to. It's time for us to expose the works of darkness. We got to stand on the word of God, no matter what happens, and That's we just got to have faith that you know God is going to. uh that, you know, God's going to give us the grace to endure persecution whenever it comes because it's coming. Amen. Amen. Let me, uh, let me jump in. I was talking to Brother Ed. He wanted to know because uh, there's a person who keeps sending instant messenger, messages saying, quote, now this is a person that used to fellowship with me, okay? He's been to our okay. fellowship past, Okay. And he sends me a, an instant message saying, "Do not murmur against second causes." Do you know what that? Do you know? I'm going to interpret that what that means in the Sovereign Grace churches. Do not murmur against second causes. What that means is, you you can't speak against evil because God is sovereign over evil. You can't speak against Zionism because God is the sovereign. Do you see how absolutely asinine that kind of logic is? We are to take a stand against evil. Scripture tells us that there will come a time when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will keep to themselves teachers having itching ears and that God is going to send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie. This is the lie. Don't murmur against second causes. Give me a break. We are to take a stand against evil. Yes, God is sovereign over evil. God is orchestrating everything that goes on, including us in against it. You know, Brother Larry, um, Ephesians 5.11, all right, it says, I'm going to read verse and start in verse, start in verse 8 down through 11, Ephesians 5, 8 through 11, in authorized King James Version only. Verse 8, for ye were sometimes darkness, But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. So we're told to reprove and expose the works of darkness. So that whole argument is completely stupid. Yep. All right. And, and, you know, I'm sorry, I'm getting excited there. Don't murmur against second causes. <laughs> you know, I just, 
I do the yeah. same thing. I just, I think this has got to be the most stupid, idiotic, asinine kind of logic. You yeah. know, it reminds me of people's interpretations of Romans 13 again. Right. Right. <laughs> and Thank you know brother. what? And whenever you do that, you are denying the truth of God in unrighteousness. That's what you're doing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Carl. You took me to that verse, Ephesians 5.11. I was thinking of that verse, and you got it. Thank you, Brother Carl. Amen. All glory to Jesus Christ. And and what these people are doing, the the, uh, Israel lobby, it's, it's a double standard. Because what they're effectively saying is, oh, we can charge you with anti-Semitism, racism, whatever they want, but you can't do it. We can do it to you, but you can't do it to us. It's a double standard what they're doing. That's right. Yes. Yes. The wicked flee when none pursue it. I heard something the other day, guys. That just, I mean, it, it, it shocked me to the core. And I, I, you guys may have heard it too. I, I don't even remember where I, I was. I was watching something, and it was all of these. It was all of these leftist Marxist uh, stooges that uh, are part of this international banking cabal. And this guy was on there, and he was saying, you know what, we've got to come against, he goes, you know what, we've got to come against people. You know, he says, one of the first places we need to start is to come against people that are saying that we're not a globe. That's where we need to start. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I tell you. So he, wow. so he thinks out specifically the the so he singled out flat earthers specifically yeah wow. and, and any, anybody that holds a biblical cosmology he said you know yeah. he said because mm-hmm. these people we know that these people are the ones that are way out there in the left field is what he said we know that they have no credibility they have they have they lack any kind of credibility in the scientific world and he said, because they are they are fringe elements, we need to eliminate mainstream of society. That was his logic. You know, wow. I've you know I've said this before. You know, and the serpent's crafty. You know, he's you know, and you know, one of the things that we have to recognize, you know, as human beings, you know, is that. You know, first of all, for us to recognize in Scripture that it is true, right? And what and what are we told that we don't that you know we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. All right, to to grab a hold of that by the grace of God and let that take root and believe that and to acknowledge that we're in a spiritual battle. You know, in doing so, you have to you know you know acknowledge a couple of things, which is one, you know, we're not wise. You know, we're not as wise and crafty as Satan. And he has constructed a system. He's, he is so crap. He has constructed a system that that makes anybody that rejects it, like us, look insane to the outside world. Yep. You know, yep. 
And, I mean, I am perfectly happy. I mean, I hope that I just look completely, you know, I hope that I look more insane by the day, if that's the case. That's <laughs> fine with me. We're in really good company, brothers. I mean, they call, what did they say about Christ? They right, say, they called him the Elzebub. Right. Yeah. And, and they, did that with all, they, they did that with all of his followers. I mean, they killed every one of his followers except John. They boiled him in oil. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's what the truth of God does to men. All right? I mean, that's why, that's why all of these Christians were martyred. All right? The, the gospel itself, which is the entire word of God, everything from biblical cosmology to salvation by grace alone, men hate it. People hate it. You know, it, I mean, but we're, you know, but let's just like, you know, Jesus tells us, you know, we can, it's, you know, we are blessed to be able to count ourselves worthy to surf, to suffer persecution in his name. And by the grace of God, I welcome it. Yeah. And it's only by his grace. It's 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 by his grace that we're even talking tonight. So you're first. <laughs> the listen, we're coming up that hour went by awful awful fast, six fifty five. And I really have enjoyed this fellowship. Uh you guys um brought a lot of excellent points to the fore. And um I, I just I've come to really enjoy this call probably more than anyone else because I get I, I get to, to hear other people's <laughs> other people's uh, input. Um, I just got and I'll send it to you guys. I'll send it to Carl and and uh, Mark. Uh, yeah. I, I because I cannot believe I just got two threads of conversation from two doctors that have been in argument with Edward Henry. One guy has five degrees, okay, and says wow. he's a Christian, and says he's a Christian and, and is literally maligning Brother Edward Henry. And Edward Henry proves that he's an outright liar, okay, oh in, his, in his logic. I'll, I'll send you this. And okay. this, when, when you read through these 13 lines of conversation in two different emails. If if the same thing happens to you that happened to me, you're gonna your mouth's gonna be just dropping open. Because I mean Ed just took the Bible and took true science and proved every single point. And these people that have five doctors, I mean major, major players, okay, have uh-huh. no arguments other than ad hominem attacks against him. That's all they had. That's yeah. All they have. So because that's right. That's right. That's all they have, brother. That's all they have. Because you know what? They don't have the truth on their side. You know what? But we do by the grace of God, and that should give us a spirit of boldness by the grace of yeah. God. But and you know what? And 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 let's not be bold in ourselves, but let's be bold in Christ, which is truth that He's given us by His grace. Amen. 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 Listen, I I appreciate you guys coming on tonight. And I, I'm looking forward to next Thursday night already. <laughs> okay, so but anyway, uh, I'm going to bring this call to kind of a close here. And 
anyway, I'm going to just, the last three minutes, I'm going to turn it over to you guys and shut up. Anyway, I wanted to, yeah, they, they said, they said that Christ had a demon. Like you were talking about, Brother Carl, how the word of God will make us look like crazy people to this evil world. They said Christ had a demon, didn't they, Brother Carl? That's right, Brother Mark. They did. They did. And so, and also, Christ said that they hated him, and they're going to hate us too. He said they hated me before they hated, hated you. So they're going to hate you too. So he give he gives us fair warning. It's wonderful how Christ prepares us for the worst, so that we know it's coming and it doesn't catch us by surprise. That's awesome. Yes, sir. It is. Well, um, that's my thoughts for this moment. It's been really good. I've thoroughly enjoyed this this uh, fellowship call. Yeah, me too, Brother Mark and Brother Larry. Um, I just want to read a few verses here of Scripture out of Psalm 28, verses 7 through 9. Um, and I'll say one more time, you know, I love you. You know, me and Babs love you, brothers and sisters in Christ, and we thank the Lord for you. And let's just remember that the Word of God, um, the Bible, is our sole authority for all truth. And instead of seeking sources outside of God, you know, and outside of his Word, you know, let's just remember to prove all things true and to, and to test it in Scripture before we go after it because we got to be very careful. We got to be very okay. careful. And um, verses seven through eight in Psalm twenty-eight: The Lord is my strength and my shield; my heart trusted in Him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise Him. The Lord is their strength, and He is the saving strength of His anointed. Save Thy people and bless Thy inheritance. Feed them also and lift them up forever. And I'll just close with a quote by Martin Luther. Peace if possible and truth at all costs. Amen. Well, guys, I appreciate it. I want to thank again all of our Facebook friends. We've had a number of people join us since uh, I last announced. So we've had a really good group come on. I appreciate all the comments that Ashley has made. Ashley's getting ready to head back from the Philippines to Australia. Uh, you're in our prayers. We hope you have a, a blessed trip back, brother. Robert Cherry, Dennis Patrick, Stephen Merrick, and all the rest that have joined us as well. So with that, uh, we will be having uh, our Sunday, mor Sunday morning and Sunday evening services, and then we will be back with Brother Ed Henry on Monday night. With that, I'm going to say good night and God bless. God bless. God bless. Bye, Brother Mark. Bye, Brother Carl. Love you. Good night, Bob.